Alright. I'm on your couch, man. Uh, I'm in Brooklyn I, it's again. It's weird to finally meet someone, I mean, to talk online for so long and then finally meet them in person. I was a little, I'm, I, I'm uh, not going to lie, I was worried. I was yeah. worried. Well, have uh, you over at my house. Do I live up to the hype? It's still early yet. Yes. Let's just put it that way. We don't really know each well, other. Well, it's that definitely. Well. I am. I've been on your couch for the last several hours because yeah, while we record this, I just. Weird. I you made yourself no very way, comfortable. I am in no way hungover. <laughs> you made yourself I am, really. I am definitely not regretting smoking those cigarettes. Well, yeah, it sounds like your only I mean, problem. The, yeah, well, you kept giving me cigarettes and being like, "Smoke this, or I'll punch you." And I'm like, no, I don't want this. Why would I want this in my body? But uh, you're like, I'll beat you in the face. And then you just kept giving me here's, whiskey. Here's, here's what it you're is. like, you People, gotta drink this. Because we got we a podcast. We get too many emails about uh, how smooth, uh, like butter, your voice is. So oh, I'm so just trying rough, to I'm rough trying it up to, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we get tons of emails in this podcast. You can't be the the the. Uh, um, People just writing in, being like, your podcast is so professional. Could you like? Lower the standards do. a little they bit. They do write that, <laughs> and then I say, "That's a complaint we get." Well, I'm gonna ruin Matt's voice. Um, hey, uh, what is, what is your name, sir? I'm Jason. It's weird to ask you that, like face to face. Like online, it makes sense, well, but face to face, it's kind of I feel like that's my name. That's no big deal. Yeah, no. my name's Matthew. Okay, great. Uh, we started this podcast because we're always talking about music. We've been friends for oh, nice. 25, 30 years at this point. Um, and all we do is talk about records. It's really like people are concerned, actually. <laughs> yeah. So well, we started a podcast so that you could listen to the weird things that we say about music. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Now that you say it, like put it like that, it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense, does it? Well, oh well. Um, we listen to records. That's exactly what we do. You know what Here I'd we like are? to We're listening like to, to do, Jay? You what? know what I'd like to do right what? now? What? I would like I, to listen or watch. You and I can watch it. The audience yeah. is just going to have to listen to it. Yeah. I'd like to watch an infomercial. Uh, hosted by Mike Diamond of the Beastie Boys, oh. all people. Hello, I'm Michael Diamond, President and CEO of Grand Royal Incorporated. <laughs> and I'd like to take time out of my busy schedule to talk to you one-on-one about a product that we at Grand Royal are extremely excited about. We have a saying at Grand Royal, guaranteed every time. We have a product that I feel exceeds even our very own demanding expectations. The band at the drive-in. The record, Relationship of Command. The sound, well, you be the judge, but I'm very confident you will agree. So, we are truly excited to be working with such a fine, That's upstanding, and dynamic young combo. I sure hope you agree. Oh I just have to say, so uh, so Mike D has he's got his suit on, and there's a whiteboard behind him that says number one with a circle, and then like a line drawing down down. It says at the drive-in. That's the only thing on the whiteboard. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's a very it's on good YouTube, presentation. Right? You got that on YouTube. Yeah, but oh my it, god, oh, it's funny because I was yeah. yeah where so the uh, fuck did that come from? And they were on Grand Royal Records. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We'll get Is into that. that. Okay, um, I don't know. I don't so know. the the where we left things off last week was we I had suggested that we should do the full discography of at the right, and it it's kind of sprawling and whatever. 
having hung out last night, I think we've come to the conclusion that we really just want to talk about the one record, Relationship of Command, which is the last at the drive-in record. And then we're kind of, I think we'll meander out into their other catalogs as at the drive-in and then some of the bands that it came later. But truthfully, doing a full catalog just kind of doesn't make sense. I don't, I, it's really this one record I want to I talk think about. I think we were even talking about that. I definitely don't know the full, I, did, I didn't realize I didn't know the full I think catalog. we were just, we were just so like high on life after doing the Fugazi thing. We got a little ambitious. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. We need it. We need an at the drive-in specialist. Well, like um, we, like we had Mr. Equi. Yeah. That's what we need. If well, we let's, want to actually let's, tackle this. We do listen to record. Yeah. Let's hit them hard with the first, uh, well, fuck it. Let's just do one arm scissor, right? The song that everybody knows. <laughs> yes. Let's do this and then we'll talk about how to drive it. this is the last at the drive-in album this is definitely their breakout album this is their last and their breakout song so yeah i'll give you a little little history here just super quick yeah yeah but the drive-in formed in 94 that's crazy in el paso texas and uh if you know anything about this band you know that they were fronted by these two dudes with like huge afros big hair um cedric bixler zavala and omar rodriguez lopez yeah for the rest of the day that's now cedric and omar and they both went on to Mars Volta. Yes, we'll get to okay, that. Okay, okay. I just, I was just curious. So then, the after various the 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 lineup for the two main albums um, is uh, Omar and Cedric, Jim Ward, who will come up again in a minute. Who, who's, who's he's one of the guitar players. Okay. Um, Paul Hinojos, who played bass. Okay. And Tony Hajar or Hayar H A J A R, who played drums. Wow. Um, and then they added uh, Healy Davis on and off. Um, so what happened is, there were five piece with these two singers. Yeah, yeah. And um, they they kind of killed it. They put out a handful of smaller records and then um, a major record in '98 called In Casino Out right. and Slash Casino Out, which right. is one of my favorite records of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a, and a, a couple minis, one called Via, one called Acrobatic Penman. And then in 2000, they put out this album, Relationship of Command. And then they broke up in 2001. That's crazy. 20 years ago, yeah, practically. 18, 18 years ago. Uh, and and, and to then, quit at this point is nuts. Uh, right. right. I mean, this, this album is phenomenal. Is incredible. Promoted by the Beastie Boys. Yes. It's on Grand Royal. And then they go, no. Well, they, they, they broke up. I mean, what I know, I remember from this time is they broke up for some very specific reason. And what, we'll, 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 okay, okay. But um, just post-breakup, I want to get into this because yeah. it's going to be a big part of our conversation yep, today. Yeah. Is... Jim Ward and um, uh, Keely Davis 
uh, split off and formed a band called Sparta. Right. Who had um, several albums yeah. in the early 2000s. Did they do two? Uh, according to Wikipedia, they did four, although I only oh, knew wow. of two of them. Yeah. Wiretap Scars and yeah. Porcelain. Yeah, um, those are the only ones I ever ended up checking and out. And then Omar, Cedric, and um, uh, they split off and formed the Mars Volta. Yeah. Who is one of the weirdest prog <laughs> yes, rock yes. metal things I don't ever? Even know what, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, and you know what they're like? They're like, uh, uh, who's what's Mike Patton a part of again? Oh, um, yeah, Mr. Bungle or like, well, all of his side projects yeah. and main projects and everything. Yeah, that he does some bonkers stuff. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I mean, my I friend wanna... Josh is super into them, and they he he was. Yeah, I think he's like a Zappa character sure. in that. Like, you you really have to. Uh, go down this weird road well but here's the thing that, that Patton, I, I i like about bands like this like at the drive-in and yeah and i i think the same dynamic happened in the pixies when we talk about the pixies, yeah yeah is the tension in the band between two different like directions so or who philosophies are two, who are the two directions well so it, jim ward obviously goes to form sport sparta right, which right. is this like very straight very like produced rock band yeah, yeah. it's very like mainstream friendly and then on the other side, you got Omar and Cedric doing like this wacky, crazy Mars I mean, Was it literally was that the the, the tension? Well, was I mean, I think what makes versus at, those two basically, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and I think what makes at the drive-in work so well, yeah, is the wackiness of Omar and Cedric being reined in by this instinct towards a more market-friendly sound. Sure. sure. But but never, it's never fully market-friendly, and it's never fully like no. wacky. Yeah. Um, Whereas, like, the Mars Volta just unleashed all of the crazy that they yeah, wanted yes, to they do, did. and Sparta <laughs> did all of the, like, yeah, overproduced it's like, it's pop like music. Sparta, right, like, Sparta ended up being the, like, uh, hot snakes. Mm-hmm. I'm That's not a reference anybody's going to get, but yeah. you and me. That's not true. Hot snakes? Hot snakes. Hot snakes are big. Sure. Automatic. That's a, that's a big, big band. But when hot I snakes. mentioned the no, predecessors of hot snakes, you didn't know who they were. Uh, no, no, I knew, I know, um, Rocket from the Crypt. Rocket from the Crypt, Drive Like Jehu. Drive Like Jehu, right. No, once you, yeah, I'm always like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, what I'm trying, I was trying to make the analogy of, uh, Sparta is the hot snakes, mm-hmm. to Mars Volta is the, uh, Drive Like Jehu? I would do it more like, I would do, <laughs> Sparta is the Rocket okay. from the Crypt radio-friendly okay. band, and the Mars Volta is like the hot snake, like wacky, like indie band. Oh, oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, we'll we'll play little. We've kind of concluded for this episode. We're gonna kind of play stuff all over the, the catalog. Yeah, we'll jump around. But um, I mean, can you just throw on another song from Relationship yeah. or Command? I mean, there's so much good stuff yeah. on here. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Guess what? I'm just gonna turn this one. For this yes. song. Can you, I was can, I was gonna say right now well, I your, would like to do right now best beat what? poetry voice I'll, yes I'll right now I would like to do uh, poetry slam corner <laughs> with uh, the lyrics to sleepwalk capsules. 
This is great. Taser, taser, kindergarten nap time. Pacifier pacifies. Yeah, it pacifies. High chair crumbles unannounced. Like a draft from outside. Pacifier pacifies. Yeah, it pacifies. Beacon shined a light from the faulty tower. Mic drop. That's it. Now play the track again so people can hear <laughs> okay, how that okay. became this. Because it's that's bonkers. Oh. Those are bonkers lyrics. Things that I really like about this band is they'll just throw in. I think my version was better. Oh honestly. yeah, no, you were, you know, you were like Mike Myers in the opening scene of I How I Married say, an Axe My Murderer. interpretation, I think, was yeah, it was a little, just a little bit better. It was classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but like this band has bonkers God ass lyrics. Damn man, it's. I mean, there's so a song called One Arm Scissor. Shit. And in the middle of it, they have this line. It's just this station is non-operational, and it <laughs> somehow makes sense. It's so weird. What's weird is honestly looking at these lyrics right before we started. I mean, they're sci-fi. They're, they are just weird. Like uh, I want to say, like William Burroughs cut up. I mean, they're, yeah. they're working with, and I love it that it's working. And I love when a vocalist, especially, just fucking ignores whatever melody is happening in the track itself, or what, or whatever direction the rest of the band is trying to steer this ship mm-hmm. and they just throw all of that out and are able to like make their lyrics work no matter what is going on somehow it's so good so good and 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 real i mean legitimately good in their own right i mean just seriously to read these lyrics is like whoa this is awesome <laughs> and insane and doesn't uh uh make any sense in a song whatsoever but what lyrics do? Um, it's interesting. I'm just kind of looking through the Wikipedia, and uh, basically, yeah. long story short, drugs, tour schedule, yeah, right, shitty right, audiences, right. and right. Cedric takes the blame for the breakup. But he wow. says um, he felt almost as if at the drive. I'm reading from Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt almost as if at the drive-in was holding him back, and he didn't want his music to be confined to punk or hardcore. Sure. Which yeah. I think makes sense, given you know where at the drive-in is coming from yeah i mean it's also a sense of like like a band that was around for half a decade or more and suddenly just blew up probably bigger than they they ever right they existed for six years before this record so yeah i'm sure they were like okay we've done it i mean how many records five five albums so yeah i get it and i could see where yeah they're just like were being pigeonholed and they just fugazied themselves. Yeah. They I mean, said, they have done a few reunions here and there, which is cool. Sure. Yeah. Um, hey, can we play a different song? I, um, yeah. I know. I know. We said we're doing relationship with the command, but one of my favorite at the driving songs is on "In Casino Out," and I think it, well, it's a nice foreshadowing of what's going to happen after the breakup. Sure. Yeah. What's crazy is I'm looking at. Uh, I don't know what here, but it's showing me that. What that? Rolodex Propaganda and Infilade, Infilade, feature Iggy Pop. Oh, that's is interesting. That, is that true? I you did not know that. that Me either. And I don't know if that's true, actually. this Whatever website this is has, like, featuring Iggy Pop. Huh. And I say, mm, does it? It's possible. 
Um, well, I want to hear the song. news to me. I want to hear the song Hourglass off of In Casino Out. Okay. Because talking about sci-fi and all that stuff. I'm it's learning. Crazy, I'm, I'm kind of skimming. I'm learning a few things I didn't know before going into this. But yeah. um, Jim Ward, the guy who formed Sparta, isn't on this album. Isn't on in Casino Out. He actually, oh, wow. okay. they, they all took he a vacation already... after a tour, and he just like didn't record with them on this one. Okay, huh. which is interesting. And yeah. then I dug a little deeper. I had to go to another uh, website. But yes, yeah. Iggy Pop did some minor parts on this. Huh. Like vocal, vocal um, stuff. I'm assuming, or it just not. says featured Iggy Pop with minor part. So I'm not sure. That's fucking crazy uh, man that's the first i ever knew about that you think yeah, yeah you think people would have made a bigger geez, deal about that yeah thing. seriously i mean it is hard to overstate like when relationship came out i mean promoted by the beastie boys yeah. on this huge label yeah. um it, it never the music isn't accessible enough that they never like blew up i don't know but man. i mean they, they blew yeah. up like in the indie right indie world sure, sure. i th- i would say any record store worth a damn would have had that like on you know on the now playing or like right on the front there like staff recommends yeah. whatever you know what i mean like well here may let's not get back have, to the like, relationship put something anywhere. on in the background while we talk because i i think but that's no i just want to talk about the track for a second yeah uh so is this so this is more a precursor to mars volta yeah i think i guess sounds so. like to me even though it's earlier it's, it kind of feels a little bit more like we're trying something totally different. Yeah. Like I wonder how much they played that live. Maybe, yeah. Probably zero. Well, I mean, I just love the piano part. It, it is no, kind great. of a story yeah, song. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely referencing like uh, David Bowie in there. And no, like, yeah. All this stuff. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy that I'm hearing new things in it now. 
Because like turning like, up, this oh, is like right. literally the next track yeah, on yeah. In Casino Out. Also I love this This amazing picture. Satisfaction in the fruitless gaze of your Mona Lisa's lazy smile, like, is gibberish. But I know exactly what you're saying. Yes, it's pretty. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. It's the perfect thing you want for song lyrics. Yeah, because it could just be garbage, nothing, just like you know, smells like Teen Spirit or something. But then there is. It is actually working on other other levels. And you talk about that dorm room deep kind of sure. style, and this is this is not that. This even today is still like impressive to me. Honestly, yeah. that like it just yeah, it has that like naked lunch feel to me, where I'm like, this is dense, super dense, and 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 surreal, and stream of consciousness, but also really smart. So I'm. Can we play they should the- be they should be looked at for that. I mean, they should have a. I mean, I'm just trying to get in. Slam is what I'm saying. They should have a poetry slam. I mean, I think they did. It's called (laughs) this album. Um, No, but I mean, I just the complexity of putting those words together in that order and then singing them as fast as he does. Right. With no obvious cadence or melody. Yeah. It's it's really his own thing. It's crazy. Yeah. It's not like in sync with anything else. Doesn't follow anything. Satisfaction in the fruitless gaze of your Mona Lisa's lazy. It's like if you gave me this whole song and said you have to put this lyric somewhere <laughs> how are you going to slide or you go back to one arm scissor how are you going to slide in the line this station is non-operational <laughs> into a song and have it make sense um can we go back oh, um yes. let's just do the first song off of uh we go back uh, to relationship of relationship let's just listen to our our some It's literally like this is the first track of an incredible album and also our swan song. We're dying. This is over. Fuck it. Let's go out as hard as as pos- as we possibly can. Well, I mean, I, I don't know that, that the band knew that they were going to break up as they were writing and recording this. I, yeah, th- I no, think the, the I just, surprise I'm, I'm success. I'm saying it after the fact, totally. Yes. You know, it's like at, looking at this after the fact. It's like, okay, yeah. Go as hard as you can. <laughs> Always, definitely does because it what? could be the end. It could be t- you get hit by a bus yeah. tomorrow, Matt. Did you record I mean, this album this or threat? didn't you? Like, should I be worried? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, are you gonna look back and go like you didn't have to stare oh, deeply into my eyes when you, you know, talked about me getting hit by a bus? I was gonna talk. I was gonna talk about 
the high chair collapsing into uh, the, uh, the draft fuck, from I the window even, or whatever. Right, that right. But I didn't, and I, I, I. You know, I will, I will regret. I wrote some never, lame ass. I will never. <laughs> I will bullshit. regret never telling you the satisfaction I feel in the satisfaction in the fruitless gaze of your Mona Lisa's lazy right, smile. Right. Exactly. I will never. If I don't put that down, I will regret it. Well. That's what I'm saying. These guys don't. They yeah, don't have any regrets. They did it. They fucked This it. album does some things that I really love where it's like, they they find that mix of listenable and almost poppy yeah. and like really accessible. And then like they blast you with the screaming. I think yeah. for a lot of people, yeah. I'm fine with it. But I think for a I, lot of people is like a bit too much. Well, I, I think thought the, like, it would, I thought it would bother me re-listening to it. I really thought that this album would maybe go down in my re-listening, but I only respect it even more yeah. than I did when I only appreciated it for its screaming, cathartic, like, punk sound. Right. And that's all I wanted. Like, yeah, yeah, give it to me. But now I'm, I'm listening to it like, man, just the the, uh, the skill and the, their take on this style is completely unique and absolutely worth revisiting under you know i want to say in in any year yeah really i can't see this getting old or being like oh this is terrible I mean, if you're into like I punk, can't. post-punk hardcore right 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 like, given that you're given that you like the, i mean if you style in a tiny way yeah this should be I mean, if you're expecting of, taylor swift you're not going to get that here no, but you're in the wrong you're just turn you're, i mean honestly if you're into taylor swift and you are listening to our podcast i I no, feel like you I don't want to be wandered into the woods like that, though. No, no, I'm just. But I just think maybe we're not for you. That's all. Yeah. That's all. So uh, it might not be. For I mean, you can just can sign off. <laughs> no. We want everybody to listen to our podcast. We want you to learn about music that you would not necessarily know that you would no, want to enjoy. Well, see, I'm also of the opinion that you listen to this because you know already know this record and love it, yeah. and you just want to hear some people bullshit about it because that's what that's what I do. Yeah. I I honestly do searches for albums. On uh, iTunes or whatever, when I'm looking for podcasts, and if somebody has talked about like, oh yeah, I like that record. Let me hear what they have to say about it. So, I'm assuming that's how some people get here. Can so, we, um, so you know, you already know all this shit, but we're gonna talk about it anyway. Can we just jump out of this album again okay. for a minute? Because I, I, Where I do you want to go now? I wanted to go actually to Sparta. Yep. Um, because weirdly, I did at the time. I did enjoy Sparta when they came out. Yeah, no, I did too. I, I have some seven inches uh, uh, wiretaps. Let's listen to the first track scars, on Porcelain called Guns of Memorial Park. Okay. Because I think like knowing that this is an offshoot of At the Drive-In will yeah. be interesting. Yeah. You know, this came out in 2004, and for yeah. the time, this is actually a pretty mainstream sound, right? You gotta remember, oh, yeah, like, yeah, in sure. the indie world, uh, bands like, and you'll know us by the Trail of Dead, or the yeah. Killers, yeah. Uh, the Walkman, like, like this kind of sound was, was fairly mainstream. 
Um, but it's also like well, yeah, or even like uh, cursive. Or yeah, cursive, cursive was very popular. Um, yeah, turn this up again. Like it's related to at the drive, yeah. yeah but it's yeah, yeah. so much more streamlined it's, it feels, and popified. It feels like slow. It feels it's weird. It feels compared to what we're it just. It feels very slow and pretty like st- standard middle of the road to me. Yeah, it's it's. I remember yeah, when this came out, and like I was into it. But at the same time, I was also like, yeah, this is just kind of a straight up rock album. Yeah, but I, but maybe that's because I didn't really listen to. Porcelain. I definitely well, listen want, to Wiretap Scars. Yeah, let's listen sure. to what's the first track on Wiretap Scars? Cut, Cut your, ribbon, your Ribbon. That was the big hit off that album. came out in 2002 i just hear yeah. echoes of you remember hum and like mid 90s yeah, kind of like this sound this track sounds rock. very close to add the driver like mm-hmm. i remember i remember listening to sparta a lot because i was like I miss oh the this is this is closer to add the drive-in than the mars, mars volta. volta was at the time oh for god me. that first mars volta you know what i mean which is amazing but yeah it was so left yeah, i was just like no i was like okay i know that they've gone two different ways and i was like oh no 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 yeah, no, I, I think I, I want I, Sparta's side. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, that's a, that I definitely at the time yeah. listened to a ton of Sparta because yeah. it is more accessible. It's a more like straight yeah. up rock album. Yeah. But I'll tell you, if you look in my iTunes library, I do not have Sparta in there. Right. Yeah. Twenty years yeah. later. Yeah. But I do have the Mars Volta in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. like the more I mature, the more I really understand. Like, oh, that was that, all of the good stuff about at the drive-in ended up like concentrated in the Mars Volta. And I just wasn't, you know, it's like switching from beer to liquor. Like, I wasn't ready to make that, like, I, did, <laughs> yeah, I didn't right, want right, that right. concentration of intensity. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, Sparta kept, like, little hints of the wackiness, but more of the pop you know. Yeah, Deloused in the Comatorium. That's like... Okay, so the last track on Deloused in the Comatorium oh, cover. is called Take the Veil Serpent Text, I believe. Is yeah. what I don't oh, have yeah. that in front mm-hmm. of me. You can't even pronounce their fucking song titles. Yeah. That's great. It's but typical. Can you it's awesome. just, I don't, it's... 12 minutes long or 10 minutes long but yes. about halfway through there's a breakdown okay, and then it see. becomes a whole other song and that's my favorite part of it. like here's the set yeah right after the breakdown yeah right here okay but this is the second half of the last track okay yep but just listen to this it takes a second Oh, leave it up, leave it up. I'm doing something like Yeah, stop doing it. I'm just gonna talk about
things like that. I forgot yeah. to mention that this is the album is kind of a story album, sort of, if, really? if you can tease out the story. Yeah, But right. the end of this I'm, song of it ends with, it like, the, the like, death and rebirth of the whatever character in the song. Yeah, right, And it's right. like... Anyway, but this... There's, like, a four-minute-long, oh, yeah. like, jam session. Yeah. Like, it, it, like, it's, like, Rush? Yeah. Or, I, I don't even know what's going on here. And it's so yeah. out of place for this record, and I could listen to this half of this song every day. Yeah, yeah, I can, I definitely see why twenty late twenties me was was like no, I'm not into this. Yeah, but uh, but um, but now it's it deserves um, looking back for sure because I just wasn't ready for it. I'll be honest. Here, play another track off this album. Play, yeah, just yeah. play like tell the, me which one. The, just play the first one. Song Illuminaire. Yeah, I mean, also, not for nothing, this album is potentially fun. Uh, but, but again, when you write lyrics like that, and you, you know, it's like, hey, you can be, you can be. Run this up. This is the end. Oh, yeah, this, this, this is, is the end crazy. Of this, this is This up first of all this record was produced by rick rubin wow okay uh, came out in 2003 um and uh it's their second as the mars volta so it's omar cedric and uh omar's brother it's, and it's their second yeah as, as the mars Volta. what was their first then? uh it's called tremulant um oh, but here wow. so Weird. i'm just reading from wikipedia here delaust was a unified work of speculative fiction Telling the first-person story of someone in a drug-induced coma battling the evil side of his mom. Oh, God. Which is... I mean, I'd always gotten that now from this that album. Now the war is through with me. Yeah, it's... Oh, my God. Man. Yeah, okay. All right. I mean, Metallica won. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, is based on the book Johnny Got His I Gun. Know, no, I know. That's what... Buddy, that's what I'm... Oh, about. my God. Trust me. So, yeah, let's just play the first track off this Mars Volta okay, album, because okay. it's like... Oh, here it is. I'm not the percent insexual I need sanctuary in the pages of this book Just 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, right, I right, bought right. it. I remember I had it on CD. Yeah, I, no, of course, because I wanted to. You know, I have to see where this is going. And, and and a lot of people were talking about it. I mean, I, I'm saying this was a, definitely a personal, like, problem. <laughs> Nobody else <laughs> no had a problem with this. Personal problem. No, I heard about the Mars Volta all the time from various people, and I would give them a chance, but it just wasn't uh, wasn't my thing in the um, moment. So the funny thing about recording with you in person rather than yeah. on our usual Boston to New York internet connection, yes. the special high-speed connection that we have the government install for podcasting, <laughs> yes. um, is that I can see when your hand goes to the slider to turn up and down the volume yeah. of the playback, yeah. and I'm like, oh! Well, but, you, you keep talking. I mean, cause, only because I know when you're talking and it's playing, there's no way anybody can hear you. People want to hear me. It's a podcast. Yeah. All right. Hey. Um, let's go back to relationship, though, because that's yeah. ostensibly what we're talking about today. Oh, hey, I know what I was going to say. Um, this just came to me. Is that... Um, and this, is a, this is a fun game I like to play. Oh, I'm going to put everyone through. Is that uh, Wolf Parade was the at the drive-in. Sparta is... Handsome Furs, and Mars Volta is uh, uh, shit. Sunset Rubdown. Okay. You know. Welcome you, back you know, to our podcast. Jason names <laughs> random bands. <laughs> Listen, anyone smarter than Matt knows what I'm talking about. Anyone smarter than Matt? Write okay. in. Tell me that you're so basically I, you're totally just, right. Everyone knows what you're talking. About. I. You know what I'm saying. All right, good. I just, I mean, right, well, okay, back to where I started. Like, in, No, in, it's a well, perfect, but, but this like, is a perfect well, analogy because... The Pixies are at the drive-in. The Breeders <laughs> are Sparta. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, we're, we're doing this again, right? <laughs> and yep, and yep, Frank Black's solo career is terrible. Is, is, yeah, he, he's not either of Mars Volta or, <laughs> or Sparta. What's this video he's driving around in the like, hovercraft? I, I don't watch, and I don't know his solo stuff at all. Oh, it's so bad. I've only I've had enough of it to say no thank. You. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anybody else I can think of? Yeah. Let's. This is a new fun no, game. We'll, I will next 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 after think, this next think, track. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts where they do like trivia games and stuff. Like maybe yeah. we should do have like game corner on our podcast. Oh like, yeah. Here, name a band. And this then is name. going so good. <laughs> this this segment. Thanks, Matt. All right. I mean, I love these ti- these titles. This is always a track called the best. Cosmonaut, right? Mannequin Republic, Invalid Litter Department. I mean, it just screams. This is like a naked lunch cut chapter. A, cut up poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Pick like, any one. They're all great. Pick one. Rolodex propaganda. Yeah, let's listen I to Rolodex propaganda. Title. I need some propaganda. I don't even care what it sounds like. Up. I think it's oh. time for Beat Poetry Corner again. Okay, here we go. All right. Ready? 
Oh, I gotta, I gotta hold on. Let's get, let's get this. Let's get rid of this all together. Let's get this. All right, out. all right, all right. We're in a coffee shop. It's slam poetry night. Ready? Do it. All right. Uh, next to the stage, we have Bobby. <laughs> hold on. Such a right. build up person. Give it up, everybody. Joke. Get a snap. Oh, snap. Okay, great. Hi, guys. I'm Bobby. Uh, this is called. Uh, hold on. Let me just open my notebook. This one is called Rolodex Propaganda. Pinch history, feel the pinch blistering. Pinch me in my dreams because I'm still not listening. X marks the spot on your calendar days. A beard half eaten, smiled crawling with legs. Manuscript replica. Cut it. Thanks. That's it. Bye. Again, let's just listen to this version. See, I just feel like they're just ruining it. I just did. I just made this. They're ruining my work. In all seriousness, yes. what I think is brilliant about this yes. is everything. <laughs> everything. But no, like, like the. I mean, in many songs, the words are are kind of gibberish or like, sure. like yeah. fragments of thought. Yeah. They simply like the lyrics are just another musical instrument. It's just cadence. It's just noise. It's just like staccato. But it's not words. See, that, but that's where I love them is because it's not. You can look. I can read this and and it just evokes really interesting crazy poetic sure. things that aren't like hey doing dumb shit and a girl and my life Blech. you know what I mean <laughs> well I feel like that that's like 90% of stuff I listen to is hey dumb girl in my life no hey uh, something in my life boring go to the store I like a girl the end. And these right? guys are like, these my guys scissors are, like, are broken, and I wrote a song about it. And Here's this station a, is non-operational. I don't know. I can't. You can't even. That's the thing. You can't even parody this. You can't even like. Oh, turn this up. And it just detected the whole intro of that song, and it was like, 
feedback warning. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's just music. <laughs> it's a feedback warning. Don't think for me, guys. I was fun. trying to play this album on YouTube with closed captioning on, but that sadly doesn't work. God, but I'm going to find a way. Like, I'm going to find a way to... Yes. I'm going to oh find a way God. to make that happen. That might be the greatest accomplishment that yeah. humanity's ever made. If find I think that's what the internet was made for, something like that. So I'm, I'm going to do some more research. Alright, so, but I... As much as I could talk about these guys all day, I really just want to sit here and listen to them. But I think we've reached the end of the time where we talk about music. Any final thoughts on At The Drive-In or their weird spinoffs? I mean, just that uh, I still know that I need to spend time with Mars Volta that I have not up until this point. Uh, and that time may have passed. I don't know yet. I guess they're still releasing stuff. No, right? I think they, they stopped in 2000. So go back really? Their, 2000? No. no. Go back to their page. That can't be right. Um... um Oh no! Sorry, they're still putting out. Uh, they yeah, they, right? they went on hiatus thought. in 2012, so their last release was in 2012. 2012? All right, still though. That's relatively that's, uh, recently. That's, yeah. Well, they they at the drive-in went on hi- or sorry, Mar- the Mars Volta went on hi- hiatus so that there could be an at the drive-in. Oh, okay. More or less, what's sure. Happened. And I think if you look at if I go back to the at the drive-in lineup, the the current touring lineup of at the drive-in is a mix of original members and people from the Marvel. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, no, I think my final thoughts are, you know, this is still a killer album. Done with like, my final gets your blood that, pressure up. It's great for driving. That's my final thought, too, is that I think this ranks higher than it maybe originally did. And also, I might I, mean, I might actually go dig out uh, Wiretap Stars, that first Sparta album. I'd kind of forgotten how much I like. Oh, I yeah, mean, it's yeah, a little, yeah. that it's one not I, wacky, I, but... That one I did like a lot, and that's the one I have a bunch of seven inches from. Yeah. Because at the time, I was buying the, the, them as they came out, and I was like, yeah, okay, Well, it's, it's crazy to remember, Sparta was way bigger than the drive. Is that true? Yeah, they I, were I didn't huge. Know that. Wow, okay. Um... You know, and huh. I think everybody thought that the Mars Volta would kind of pick up where at the drive-in yeah. left off on their on that indie but, march. But, but I would it, say that today Mars Volta is. Yeah, well, the Mars Volta is still around. Sparta only. But I mean, I think that they successfully every album got yeah bigger more and bigger because I do remember them being covered like a lot of places. Yeah, and I mean, everybody knows them. And yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's just a weird. Yeah, a, no, a lot of very, what yeah. happened just in. Or music, like generally in the mid 2000s, yeah. you know, like that style was very prominent for a short period of time, and like you don't see a lot of people doing that anymore. Like the, no. the Pillars yeah. and the Stroke and the White Thread, this kind of stuff. It's all just kind of like, yeah, it's no longer nobody wants yeah, it no. anymore. No, they don't. Nobody wants that anymore. <laughs> but still, this album I would say is really great. I was not expecting still how good it is, mm. even though. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, anyway. All right. Me. So here's the disclaimer, guys. Omar, Cedric, Jim, everybody. We're just here to yeah. talk about the music. Yeah. We don't we don't make any money on this. I'm I'm losing a lot of money on this podcast. Every time I get on the Excel, I'm like, shit. Yeah. I love this train, but right. So I'm just pouring money down the drain to talk yeah. about music today. So anyway, um, you know, if you want us to remove this from the internet, we will. We don't need lawyers. No. Um. But you got to let us know. So, Jay, if people want to tell us that they like the podcast, if they want to send us questions about their love life, if they want to send us requests to remove episodes from the internet, sure, if they want to sure, send us yeah. uh, 
you know, just like recipes. Lyrics to an unreleased at the drive-in record. Please send them. Send in your at the drive-in inspired poetry. (laughs) Oh my God. If anybody does that, we will definitely read it on a future episode. If you send us at the drive-in inspired poetry, we will definitely read it. I love it. Uh, So you could send it an email to records at Harvey Loves Harvey. Dot com. That actually sounds kind of like at the drive-in lyrics when you put it in. <laughs> <laughs> or you can send a Twitter to at we listen to one. Those are numbers. And send a Twitter to one. Yeah. You can uh, tweet tweet a twit at we listen to one. That's it. We're on Instagram. We listen Instagram. to rest. We listen to records. It's rats. We need to be rassers. better. Oh, Jason's gonna post a picture of me sitting on his couch in my yeah, my, not facing my, me. My, well, you can t- I'm facing you now. You can take. I a know. New picture. I know. We had to. We had to yeah. stop all recording and start over <laughs> because it was too weird. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting with my back to Jay for no reason other than the no. fact that I was blindingly hungover and trying to sit near the window. Um, uh, good time. Good. Okay. Uh, yes. We're also on Facebook for no apparent reason. Okay. Sure. Uh, Jay, do we have any mailbag this time? I have an email. Did you Did you print out this email? Here it is. I still here's the paper. Utterly shocked that you print out. Well, let me tell you because the, when it, the when number it's of things out, it's running on this mail. computer, you can't if, call it email anymore. <sighs> right. It's mail. This. Yeah. It's true. I should have mailed this to myself. The number of things happening on the screen. If I were to open up an email program, I'm sure I some, some other sound would happen. Or it would break. Why don't, so, you, why don't you read this email that you printed? Here we out? go. I, I can actually see it in your hand. It's like I, just, the amount of shame <laughs> I like feel on there. your behalf. You know, it's like you're there, man. It's like I'm there. Okay, this comes from Sarah in Oswego. Oswego, near yes. where you're from. Yes. Hey guys. Does song order matter? I used to appreciate shuffle on my iPod, which no one uses anymore, question mark. But now I want that artist's intent with song order, question mark. Who cares? I like that. It's a good attitude. That's a very uh, weirdly worded email. It's that's how I would say it. I firmly believe that song order matters. Who cares? I, I I've said this a million times. The old <laughs> yes. record and cassette, the yeah. first track on side A, the last track on side A are meaningful. How you structure it, those breaks, you know. Well, yeah, when yeah, Ted yeah, yeah, just yeah. admitted but, kicks in versus nothing but shocking. What about the intention between? Because a lot of times the 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 LP order does not match the cassette. Sure, order. where the labels moving things around. And for that matter, now you're listening to it track one through 13 straight with, with no even mental break, whatever, you know, whatever that means. But like, there's no, you know, pause of any kind, let's say. Uh, So, you know, yeah, it changes it. I think, of course it changes it. I think, I think all of these formats change the way you experience something. If if you're on a Walkman or iPod, whatever, it's going to, it's going to indie label stuff, the like smaller label stuff that you and I listen to a lot. Yes. Um, you know, I'm looking, I'm literally looking at you surrounded by blank, right? Right. Um, I feel like bands that are my apartment. doing that yes. are going to give thought to the album, right? 
you know, uh, yeah, you know, if right. you're gonna put out, take the right. time to put out right. vinyl. Right. If you're if if you're working on indie label where you have more control over your sequencing right. and your and your. Well, I'm sure like Kanye West is not thinking about right. what's on the A side versus yeah. the B side. Well, I mean, the, it's but, never, and even if it is, it's not even. Well, I mean, that's the I'm thing sure. is is musicians operating at that level right. exist for the streaming market, the, yeah, the right, single, right. the radio market, right. and that's always been that way. Like Michael Jackson was just making songs to go on the radio. And, and so I don't think but of song order in that way. I would argue that Thriller... Thriller is an album. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I still would argue that I'm sure he was aware, you know, aware of that convention right. and was thinking about it with, when they put it together. I'm thinking, like, probably the last 10 years, it's just gone with a lot of people who've grown up with yeah. purely listening to music on the internet, not even owning any physical media at all, probably. Sure. And shuffle And if they become thing. artists... They might have some nostalgia for that idea, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it's just. Well, what I see my students doing is like know, one through thirteen. They just put stuff done. on YouTube. Yeah, or, you know, they're listening to music on YouTube, yeah, and then it right. just auto plays whatever is next in the in the right, thing. Right, right, right. Like it's not even Which shuffle. It's just me nuts, like man. Spotify used to do that where they would go, it would just keep playing, picking whatever it thought you would be into, yeah. and I was like, no, fuck you, Which, do not do that. But I like. I, I don't use it anymore, but I like Pandora because you could kind of train it, and then you get yeah. new music in the style that you wanted. Yeah, sometimes. it's true. I, mean, that, I discovered I did like a few a, good bands that way. No, I did like that. It's true. No, it's totally true. Um, all right. So, yeah, where are we? What are we doing next week? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, let me pull up my well, list. It's I, you chose, right? So it's, it's up to me. It's up to you to present three. Yep. And uh, you know, here we are. Brooklyn, I can see everything. Oh, oh God! What I'm are sorry. you doing? Well, I'm in, in this weird. Th- I'm facing you, and all my all your stuff is behind you. Thing is messed up now. Okay, so uh, welcome so back effort, to Matt and Jay talking tech. We're not. We're not in an effort to increasingly talk about not just guys in their twenties music. Um, I would like to present uh, somebody I think we tried to talk about. Okay, how about this? Yeah, okay. Somebody right. we tried to talk first about. First choice, we, number right, one. First choice, number one. Uh, I want to talk about, and I'm going to have to turn around and look at it. All right, quick. Hold on. go ahead and look at it. Jay's like, All right, well, I'm going to no, okay. describe for the viewer what's happening, for the listener. So Jay has this giant bank of vinyl records. And he is sitting on a stool, leaning over. If that was me, my back would hurt by now. And he's trying to find this one. And he's fishing out of... Uh, uh, and he's holding it above his head. And I can't read it from this distance. What does that say? Oh, Grass Widow. Yes, we did try to talk about Grass, Grass Widow. Widow before. And I think this is just their... Self-titled. Self-titled, I think. Let's see, Grass Widow. Yeah, let's see his song it's title a- here. I think this is just Grass Widow, Grass Widow. And I love that it's just a, basically a picture of their rehearsal space. All right. So uh, I love that. Let me pass it on over here. With this like is the first a, time I've a, ever, a like. quilt that says Grass Widow. It's the first time I've ever been able to, like, I physically uh, hold one of your uh, choices. Hold it. Hold we're we're it. just slightly too far apart for that decision. Now, um, the other. So I get to, I get to look. I get a, I get a tactile experience in my, yeah, my decision making sure. process. Okay, Grass Widow is number one. That's number one. Um, I'm going to throw that out there as a choice. Number two, I do want to revisit John Thill's Greatest oh, Hits, Volume yes. Two. <laughs> I've been wanting to talk about that for a long okay, time. Cool, cool. Um, 
John Thill's The Greatest Hits of John Thill Volume 2. Um, I don't know that there's a Volume 1. I've never no, been able to find so. anything else by that. I don't think there is. All right. Uh, and for my final choice... Number three. Number three is going to be... Hold on, here uh, it is. I'm just, this he's fishing it out of the uh, close and I like it. record hole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, this... I'm scared. Uh, if I remember correctly, I had something to do with coining this band's style, which is ghost punk. Ghost punk. <laughs> yes. What's the name of the I band? I wrote about them a bunch. And, no, no, no. This is the. These are powers. These are powers. Which I think are very related to what we listen to today. Crazy. Because they are bonkers and uh, in, a, in a very kind of electronic I don't know direction. anything about them at but all. But dark. That record like cover is bonkers. fucking great, yeah. On Haas Records. 2007. It so. is interesting to be able to see these things physically. As, as yeah, hell yes, Matt. But I'm 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 going with my gut on this one. We've been trying to get John Phil for a while. Let's do John Phil. Okay. Ooh, they're MySpace. Jason is, is totally MySpace.com slash these are powers. From this record now, <laughs> this podcast is over because Jay is now just going to spend the next hour reading me binder notes. Yeah. Um, okay, fans of the pod, we're going to take a weird, weird turn. Um, yep. John Phil. T-H-I-L-L. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad we're going to talk Greatest Hits this. of John Phil, Volume yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. I don't know if it's even on my streaming things. I'm curious. I'm yeah, if, uh, if you can't find it, let us know. We'll figure out how to get it to you. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Just go buy it. It's uh, a poor guy. I mean, how would you please? describe this record? Like, what are people in for? Well, okay. I want to say it's like a Mountain Goats uh, John Darnell character who just records with a boombox. Very lo-fi. Um... And I think, I think, of course, that's what I appreciate is these like weirdly crafted songs in the middle of the night in a shack somewhere in, you know, Kansas or something. I mean, he's, it's just a dude with a guitar. Yeah. And it starts off and you think Nothing like, this fancy. is, this is going to be just like, I don't know, like just, a, you know, a million, I've heard it a million times off. before. Yeah. But his lyrics guitar? are Who cares? bonkers and yeah. songs about drugs and wicked girlfriends. There's, something, there's, a, there's a track called I Burn Down Your House. Yeah. There's something like, again, comparing everything to Mars or at the drive-in now, but there's something like that he works on like that opposite end of the spectrum where everything is dead spelled out. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's no room for interpretation, but his view is great. Like, it's very deadpan and awesome and weird. Well, that's the thing. I, There's I, no I feel nuance like, in like, or abstraction in it, any of this. It's a person with pretty serious mental health issues who I, just I, turned I, them I imagine, into... I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm just yeah. listening to the lyrics of his song. Right, like, right. I'm, well, I'm okay, concerned for him, is, the character the that he's... We have, we are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. It's, it's very Tom Waits in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, not stylistically, but in the storytelling where the, there are these yeah. characters that... It, that populate this world that you create for you. Totally. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's a weird one. Yeah. I listen to it a lot. Yeah. Um, no, I surprised I it's one of those random things. I was buying some seven inches from this label and yeah, who's this guy? Put him in there. Sure. And and the cover I think is great too, because he's sort of just this guy in this like Hawaiian shirt, kind of Hawaiian nineties shirt, uh just sitting on a log with a acoustic guitar. And it's like one of those covers it's like 
Is it the seventies? Right. Or the eighties? I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up <laughs> like, the album. When was this but... put out? Knowing nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, the at cover all. art is bonkers. And because... then getting it and I was like, yes. Because it's just I love this, this dude with like long hair and he's wearing like a button down yeah. shirt and a yeah. guitar. Yeah. And like based on the cover of this album, like <laughs> if, if you just put it on and he was singing like church songs at like summer yeah, camp. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, has that. All right, kids, gather around. We're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> Right, like like you know like uh yeah, yeah. Like teaches, you know, <laughs> it's like a kid's record. Teaches sure. like yeah, music to kindergartners or yeah. something. <laughs> yes. But then and so you pop this thing on. Anyway, yeah. I, if you haven't heard this thing, I think you're in for yeah, a real treat good. because it, it's good. It, you know, let me just let me just read a few song titles and then we'll get, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. out of here. Um, <laughs> please. One song is just called Drugs. The next song is called I Burned Down Your House. The next song is called Wicked Girl. Okay. Um, there's a song called We Smoked Speed. There's a song called Love DUI. Um, there's a song called This Bed Is Not a Bed. Oh, no. Uh, one of my favorites, Rich Girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good, uh, one. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. A, it's it's bonkers. But it, you know but what it's it is to me? Is it... like, he doesn't hit you up front with the bonkers. No, right. It's not over the top like... Like, uh, like, uh, four or five songs in before like you're detachable like, detachable penis or something yeah. where he's just like telling a story. It's not like that at all. Yeah. All right. You guys are but, in for a treat. We'll get, we'll yeah, get yeah, to yeah. this. Um, yeah. uh, what were you going to say? Your final thoughts today, Jay? Uh, at the drive in, good. At the drive in, very good. Um, what are you going to play us out with? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I can just, the great thing, I just turn it up. Just turn it up. No, let's play, let's play the last track. Yeah. Let's do. What do you got hmm. for me? Invalid litter department? Sure. Okay, here we go. Invalid litter department. Plan it yeah. out. This has been We Listen to Records. Shoes grip the dirt floor and the silhouette of dying. 